0: Hello, loyal Geeks Crossing listeners, and welcome to another fantastic episode. In fact, welcome to another tier list episode. I'm Matt. If you don't already know me, we're going to be talking today about Pokemon. I realize it's actually been a while since I did a a solo Pokemon episode. Obviously Geeks Crossing is no stranger to Pokemon content, Eric puts out a lot of it, we do a lot of it as a group, but you know, sometimes I like to do solo Pokemon stuff and I really haven't for a while. This idea came to me rather suddenly, I was just thinking about this last night at the time of this recording, and I thought to myself, why not do an episode about middle stage starter evolutions, okay? So they get a lot of hate, they get a lot of uh, controversy. Because as we all know, and as Eric has so eloquently put it in his own starter ranking episodes, which you should definitely go listen to if you haven't already, you know, starters are most people's first toe dip into Pokemon, but that's usually, usually the popular forms of the starters are the first stage or the final stage. And The first stage Pokemon, they're most people's very first Pokemon ever. And also, you know, they're cute and marketable, especially in plushy form. So, you know, you can get a little Rowlet or a Squirtle. And the final stages are different in their own right. They're usually most people's first final evolution. They're usually a pretty big powerhouse on people's teams. People really uh, end up almost always using one. They're pretty much their final form for most of the game, if you think about it. Because they usually evolve in the 30s and they stay like that until they're level 100. Then, you know, they're usually Pokemon that you take to the Hall of Fame with you. They're important. They're powerful. They're your first Pokemon ever. You get to watch them grow to be full-sized adults. But then you have the middle stage. And and honestly, they. I, I'm playing uh, Soul Silver right now for the first time ever, actually. And I, I, it's been a while since I've played a Pokemon game up to this point. And I realize. Your starters stays as a middle form, usually per a decent amount of the story. You usually have a few gyms at least where your starter's like that, or it's a croconaw in my case. I do have a Alligator now. But the middle stage for starters, usually the awkward teenager. I mean, as with most Pokemon, some Pokemon get away with it a little bit better, but a lot of Pokemon, the middle form is usually the gap, the bridging the gap between the cutesy first stage and the badass final stage, you know? And it gets mixed results. Now, all Pokemon that evolve twice have this to some extent, but the starters is, is usually where it's most apparent, most glaring. Like, there are some Pokemon off the top of my head, like the Slack Offline, where the middle stage kind of creative, you know? And, and it's pretty cool. But the starters, it's just almost a requirement. It's like going through the motions. Like, okay, and we have this really cool final design, this cute first design. We just have to make some stupid thing in between. (laughs) And so today, I'm actually going to be reviving the tier list format. I haven't used this in a solo for a very long time. So we're going to be ranking the middle stage starter evolutions. Now, I have a little tier list right here in front of me. I have arranged into five categories. Going from bottom to top, it's F tier. The worst, awful designs, awful Pokemon. D, which is just, you know, weak. They're not quite awful. They're just, you know, not great. Be decent, get the job done, you know. They serve their purpose for the most part. And then you have the A tier, which are great middle stages, and actually the S tiers, which are better than the final form in some cases, or are a real competition for the best part of the whole line. Or maybe they just complete the line, you know. They're just, S tier are cut above the rest. Usually if I'm talking about S tier, I'm talking about something that I actually like more than the final stage. Although, of course, A tier could always end up with that as well. All right, so I have been thinking a little bit about this, but really not a lot. I've been trying to steer clear of thinking too hard because I didn't want to come up with my list ahead of time. So, yeah, those are our categories from S, A, B, and then D and F. We skip C because I felt like C was just a little too much. Like, I don't think we need six categories for this. <laughs> okay, keep it short and sweet. So we're going to go in order of uh, generation. So we're going to start with Gen 1. It's funny, there are a few generations where I like all of the starter Pokemon, and I have a generally hard time deciding which I like mo- more. The ones that really come to mind for that are Gen 2 and Gen 4. But Gen 1 definitely has that a bit as well. So, again, let's we'll start with Gen 1. With, uh, I guess... Hmm, that's weird. It's, it's organized a little bit weirdly here. It should be Grass Fire Water, though, because that's how it always is in the Pokédex. Yeah, that's weird. Kanto wasn't organized like that, but everything else looks to be. So Ivysaur, Ivysaur is of course one of the most famous, I would argue, middle stages of all time because it is a Smash Bros fighter. Ivysaur though, I don't know. I've always thought it was just okay. It looks a little bit too similar to Bulbasaur. I get it, you know, they have to look a little bit similar. I'm going to put it at B. It gets the job done. It's a solid design. It's got the big flower, kind of reminds you of Venusaur and the teeth that remind you of Venusaur, but it still looks all blue and cute like Bulbasaur. So, that's B. You know, I don't love it, but it definitely gets the job done. It definitely is still the weakest. I like Bulbasaur a lot more. I like Venusaur a lot more, but Ivysaur's is great. You know, it's, it's a solid design. So, B tier, it's decent. I'm actually gonna- this is controversial. I'm gonna say Charmeleon's A tier. I actually really love Charmeleon. It always used to annoy me as a kid how in the anime, Ash's Charmeleon was only a Charmeleon for- Maybe, like, two or three episodes. (laughs) Because my big dirty secret on this podcast is I'm not really a big Charizard fan. I'm not even really that big of a Charmander fan. I like them. I like Charizard, and I like Charmander. I don't hate them. Uh, But Charmeleon's just so cool. He's got the red streak. He has, like, the crest on the back of his head. He's, like, an edgier Charmander, but not quite to the level of Charizard. And Charizard's cool. He's just very overrated. Charmeleon's very underrated, you know? so yeah charmeleon's a tier honestly i could see myself moving him up later on but i think a tier is a good place just starting him off he's a great a really great design and a really great pokemon honestly a very underrated one as for wartortle eh, i've never really been blown away by wartortle i'll put him on b right now he's decent he might honestly get lowered later on we'll see i like that his tails kind of look like those uh like the japanese artwork of waves I don't know, I always found his little stupid, like, Hermes ears <laughs> to be a little ridiculous. I mean, Blastoise doesn't have those, like, what's even the point? So, yeah, okay. Uh, so that's Charmeleon, A tier, he's great, and War Wartortle, B tier. You know, they're decent, they get the job done. So let's move on to Johto. Johto is the first region, I think, where I genuinely love all of the starters. Because Gen 1, I like all of them. But I don't know I'm a little bit tired of Bulbasaur at this point because I picked him so many times and Charmander never really stood out to me I always thought Charizard was a little overrated Honestly, I really love Squirtle, but just looking at Johto. I actually have a pretty hard time. They're all awesome starters So I'm going to start off looking at Bayleaf as a Pokemon I don't really know where I want to put Bayleaf Chikorita is actually like a really nice Pokemon. I know a lot of people hate it I know Eric said it was his least favorite grass type So again, go watch those starter rankings if you haven't, because this could kind of be like a spiritual successor in a way, or, or my own rebuttal <laughs> in a way. Bayleaf, we're going to put Bayleaf all in B tier, B for Bayleaf, just because you know Ash famously had a Bayleaf. chicorita is really cute. I do like Bayleaf's big crest, but unlike a lot of other people, I do really like meganium as well. So I think Bayleaf is just solid. I think the Chickorita line, in its in and of itself, is just a solid line. Chickorita great. Bayleaf's great, and Meganium's great. Quilava, okay, I made no secret, I love Cyndaquil a lot. Quilava really doesn't do it for me. Uh, B tier, you know. It's funny, I-, I feel like we're gonna get a lot of starters in B tier, but I guess maybe the challenge will be who can get out of just the decent, uh, and who's worse than the decent, uh-oh. Yeah, you know, uh, Quilava, relatively okay design i always thought he looked a little bit goofy when he runs because he literally is a sausage (laughs) like with legs on either side of it kind of silly but he's kind of cool i guess with the flames again he doesn't really have the cute factor of Cyndaquil or the powerful factor of typhlosion this is an example of a starter of a middle stage starter that is just you know gets the job done bridges the gap and croconaw uh yeah i'm gonna put croconaw in b tier as well again totodile is great for alligators. great Croconaw is just, you know, a solid little bridge between the two of them. I know a lot of people actually would put Croconaw a little lower. I know he's not super popular. Maybe I'm biased because I am I just used one. <laughs> but I really do like Croconaw um, at least more than a lot of people do. So B tier, I think, is a good place for him. So all the Johto in between middle evolution stages are in B tier. Moving forward to Hoenn. So Grovile is a Pokemon I've I've grappled with. I used to love him a lot. Back when I was a really young kid, just learning about Trico for the first time, I loved Grovile. Obviously, Septile is probably cooler, but honestly, I'm going to put Grovile in A tier. He's just got such a solid design, the little leaf blades on his elbows, his big strand of hair. Looks a little silly, I guess. Maybe he's lower A tier, but but he's a he's a solid design, I think. Honestly, looks a lot more like Septile than Trico, which I guess you can fault that if you have to, but... By and large, Trico's a pretty solid Pokemon. Not my favorite grass starter, but again, very, very solid. Very awesome. And I think Grovile does look like a gr- He's just great. He's a great design. Combuskin. I'm going to surprise some people and put Combuskin in A tier as well. So, Blaziken, I'm not a big fan. Blaziken, I, to me, is the first Pokemon that's kind of just Anthro for the sake of being Anthro. We really don't have those until Blaziken. And obviously the problem gets a lot worse, uh, especially starting in Gen 6. This is kind of like a warning sign of what's to come. But honestly, I really like combuscan's design. <laughs> I know all the memes of that he's penis-shaped. I, it, it's It's funny. I don't know. I just really like that he's like a little rooster. You know, it's so weird to me that chickens are so popular, and this is the closest we have to a chicken Pokemon. Like, that's so weird. You know, maybe if you're listening to this in the future and we have a chicken Pokemon again, I will color me uh, or make this outdated. You know, you got little cute Torchic. You got big buff Blaziken. I think Combuskin's a really solid design, honestly. If Torchic and Combuskin were just in an alternate universe, some random two-stage evolution, I think it would have been okay. I think it would have gotten by. I do really think Combusken's got a solid design where he had the little winged arms, the little beak, the rooster crest on his head. He's solid. I really like him. Best chicken Pokemon we've ever had. Of course, only chicken Pokemon we've ever had. And Marshtomp goes to B tier. I don't think I'm alone in saying that Mudkip is one of the best, if not the best, water starter. Swampert's a beast. An awesome, awesome Pokemon. I love the ground type, and I love that he gets to use that. Fun fact, if he had Sap Sipper as his ability, which negates grass damage, he would have no weaknesses. <laughs> but Marsh stomp's just, you know, textbook awkward middle child. <laughs> Or awkward teenage stage, I guess. The dad get out of my room of Mudkip's family. Which stinks because Mudkip is so solid and Swampert is so solid. And Marshtomp is just okay. I really don't know why he's standing on his hind legs when Mudkip and Swampert both don't. I always found that a little weird, to be honest. I always found his stare to be a little creepy, like he's got those beady orange eyes. <laughs> Definitely weakest. I wouldn't go as far to say weak. I do think he's still, you know, kind of cool. If you like Mudkip, but you'd rather have a Pokemon that kind of stands on its hind legs, Marsh Dump, I mean, yeah, gets the job done. But that's not what I'm looking for with the Mudkip family. So, yeah, lower B tier. So that puts the Hoenn starters. Uh, we got Grove and Combusken in A tier, and Marsh Dump in B tier. Let's move to Sinnoh. Sinnoh is the last generation where I adore all three starters. And it's funny because I have only ever used Turtwig. I played Diamond when I was a kid, my first Pokemon game, I picked Turtwig. And then, like two years ago, I got some used copy of Diamond, and, you know, this is my first time ever playing it, again, I had to pick Turtwig. But then that game kind of stopped working, and now, when I'm going to be picking up Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I'm going to be picking Turtwig again. (laughs) It's kind of sad, because over each passing time I play it, I'm like, ah, Chimchar and Piplup are kind of cool, though. I want a chance to use them, too. But Whatever. So, Grottle goes straight to A tier. I think Grottle's such a nice design. He's so solid. I like that he's built a lot like Torterra, but smaller. Like, he's just bushes and rocks on his back. He doesn't have the whole ecosystem yet. But again, in an age where Pokemon has really strayed away from having four-legged starters, I think Grottle is such a nice little callback. In more ways than one. One, because he actually looks like a prehistoric monster, so that's a, a literal callback. Grottle is such a solid design. I'm not going to say S tier because I don't think he's actually better than Torterra. Torterra is one of my favorite starters of all time. Maybe a little bit of bias because he was also the first Pokemon I ever used. And I do love that grass ground combo. But, you know, Grottle, solid, really awesome starter. Middle stage evolution, so he's A tier. Looking at Monferno, I'm going to actually... Yeah, Monferno will go in B. And I know this is starting to sound like the A and B tier list. I promise you we're going to get to some others. So the B tier for Monferno, it's interesting. Chimchar and Infernape are so brightly colored. Monferno almost looks like just a normal monkey with a a fire tail. He honestly looks a little bit like a ripoff of Charmander in some ways. But I do love monkeys. I do love his design a lot. Even though he just kind of looks like a monkey that stole Charmander's tail and must have put on a bandit mask to get away with stealing Charmander's tail. But... You know, he's okay, honestly. Uh yeah, we're getting a little bit into Pokemon that are kind of weak. I mean, honestly, I, I'm I'm seriously sitting here debating moving Marshdomp and Monferno down to D. But we'll see. Uh, and Print Flip goes to A. I actually am not a huge fan of Piplip. Like he's cute, I guess. Piplip's cute. And Polyon looks really cool. And Print Flip looks really solid. He almost looks like just with his body shape and size. He's the closest thing to an actual penguin, you know? And Empoleon's supposed to be this giant, menacing one, and Piplup's the cutesy little one. And then you have Ice Q, which kind of looks out of place, to be honest. Prinplup is just a solid Pokemon. I really, um, I just really like it. I dig, I dig it. I dig Prinplup. So, okay, there you go. Um, Grottle and Prinplup in A tier, Monferno in B tier. Moving forward to, uh, Gen 5. Start. I like, I love Gen 5 a lot. I've said on this podcast, they're probably my favorite games, but the starters are not my favorite starters. They're a little bit weak, in my opinion. Alright, Servine is gonna go in... Snivy has never really blown me away as a Pokemon. Um, Superiors okay. I kind of respect what they were going with with having a Snake starter. I think that's kind of cool. Snivy's okay. Servine's just like, whatever, you know. He, he gets the job done, and that's what B tier's all about, is getting the job done. Pignite I'm going to put in D, though. I don't really like Tepig that much. And Embor actually, I want to use Tepig just so I can get Embor. Like, the next time I play Black and White, I think I am going to use Tepig. I never have in my life. Used him, and I honestly have a newfound respect for Embor. I just, I've looked at him again. I just really like his design, but it all falls apart with Pignite, I don't know. I just, he's so weirdly shaped. He's so ugly. <laughs> I know Ash used one, like, uh, whatever. I just don't like him. I think they could have had a cool warthog thing going, but they kind of blew it. He's like shaped like a big potato, and his mouth, his face is his whole body. He reminds me a little bit of another Pokemon we're going to be talking about very shortly. So he's D tier and honestly I'm just going to move Marsh and Monferno down to D tier. You know, get it out of the way now. Okay, so the B tier has shrunk a little bit. So Marsh and Monferno have joined Pig Knight in D tier. They're relatively uninspired. Pig Knight is a little bit uglier, but whatever. These these guys are not really blowing anything away. And Duat, I kind of respect what they were going for with Duat Honestly, you know what? I'm going to put Duwat in A tier. Yeah, I was going to put him in B tier. Maybe he's straddling the line a little bit. But thinking about it, I'm not a big Oshawott fan, and I really don't like Samurott. I think it's really weird having a Pokemon go from two-legged to two-legged to four-legged. It's kind of like Litten, but reversed. My problem's with Litten. But Duwat's honestly, I think, one of the strongest of the line. I think he's kind of a cool little otter. He has the otter features most clearly, maybe if you don't count Oshawott. You know, strong features... He's got the little shells. He's got the little, he's like a little warrior. I dig it. Duat's pretty solid. So that's interesting. You got Pig Knight in D tier, Servine in B tier, and Duat in A tier. So let's see what awaits us in the magical land of Kalos. I think have my least favorite starter. Oh, you can't say that. Formerly my least favorite starters in all of the game. Quiladin is going right down to D tier. Uh, Chespin's cutie, you know, he's, I think he's kind of forgettable. It might be because I skipped X and Y when they came out, but I've never had an attachment to Chespin. Chestnut gets, he's pretty cool, I guess. I was gonna say he gets the job done for the most part. Colette is so uninspired. He looks like Pig Knight in a Joker's costume. Like, I think he looks so stupid. Again, a little potato where his face is most of his body. I get the design, like maybe it's supposed to be like some French, because it's, Kalos is very French, maybe he's supposed to be like some medieval court jester or something like that, but whatever. I don't want a medieval court jester as my starter Pokemon, sorry. Brakeson will be joining him in D tier, because Brakeson is... Oh Yeah, this is the start of the Anthro uh, starters, and if you don't know what that means, uh, basically starting around this time, although I do see the warning signs with Blaziken, maybe back then it didn't matter as much because he was one of a kind, They just started making the starter Pokemon become humanoids. Whatever, if you wanted a humanoid Pokemon, you used to have to go out and find one, like Machamp, but they just started making it almost required, like, oh, you have to have a humanoid Pokemon on your team. Here, take, uh, (laughs) we're gonna get to Cinderace, like, here, take these guys, take Cinderace, take whatever. I think you can get a pass with Infernape with it, because he is an ape, and apes are by definition kind of humanoid, but... No, I didn't need a giant fox in a dress. I'm sorry. Honestly, Brakeson, Brakeson honestly might be stronger. Like, no, not might be, is 100% stronger than Del Fox. I hate Delphox. Brakeson is okay. But even okay for Brakeson standards puts Brakeson in D tier. I hate that it's got a little skirt and a stick. Like, I'm sorry. And Fennekin, you know, isn't really much better. I guess Fennekin's kind of cute. Don't know why you have a Fennec Fox in a French region, but I guess it makes about as much sense as the other starters. So yeah, breaks and finds a home comfortably next to Quilladin in D tier. And I'm going to move in a very surprising turn of events. My first S tier is going to be Frogadier. I don't like Greninja. I know that's very, very, very controversial. I know Greninja's very famous because Ash had one and it's in Smash Bros., Eric, I know, adores Greninja, so sorry for listening to this, Eric, but I think it's so dumb what they ended up doing with Greninja. I thought Froakie was kind of cool, cute. Frogadier had a solid design, and then Greninja's just, oh, look, it has a tongue as a scarf. Like, what? I don't know. I just find it so lazy. Frogadier is way cooler. I think if they went the design where it had a bubbly scarf, you know, the dark blue face, the blue, uh, the white little pads on it, I love its white little paws. I I don't know what you call them on a frog flippers, I guess. So Frogadier 100% is better than Greninja for me. And I know that's probably one of my hottest takes ever, but I have to say it. So wait, by that definition, I guess I should put Duat in S tier too. Because I like it more than Samurai. Alright, alright. Duat will join Frogadier in S tier. See, we're just learning as we go along. Alright, so that's the X and Y starters. We have two in D tier. (laughs) Quiladin and breaks in And we have Frogadier and S-Tier. Honestly, they should have taken more inspiration from Frogadier when looking at Greninja instead of the other way around, which is usually the case. So let's move on to the sunny beaches of Alola. If it wasn't for his stupid little wavy emo hair, I think Dartrix would be better than Decidueye. I don't like Decidueye very much. Uh, X and Y, again, everybody has to be Anthro. And guess what? Sun and Moon keeps it going. Every starter has to be Anthro train going. You get this cute little owl... That evolves into a little bit of a more firm, uh, but still definitely an owl. And then all of a sudden, it's this weird ghost archer with, like, visible arms. Like, what did you do to my little owl? Why did you have to make it freaking humanoid again? So I know a lot of people like Decidueye. Frankly, I think a lot of people just like it for its typing, which admittedly is cool. But I think Dartrix, honestly, if Dartrix had a little bit of a more inspired design, like, maybe if it's hair, like, why does it have an emo haircut? Like, that, that doesn't... Decidueye doesn't, Rowlet doesn't, it's literally just trying to, it's almost like the Pokemon company themselves are realizing the stereotype about the middle stage being a teenager and just going with it, and I think that's kind of dumb, but other than that, I really like its design, I like its little bow tie, its big white wings, its little face, I think it looks like a barn owl, it's awesome, it's close to S tier, I think, for me, because again, I really don't like Decidueye, but you know what, let's do it, YOLO dartrix is s tier i like dartrix more than just a July. i said it and you can all fight me on it this would have been a closer way to go a more regal looking owl instead of some hunter <laughs> like, i don't understand why they went that route but to each his own i know a lot of people disagree with me and you're a whole hundred percent have the right to do that Toracat. uh Toracat's pretty solid Litton. i'm gonna yeah it's b it gets the job done It could honestly get the job done a little bit better, because Incineroar is another case where it's just, oh, you have a cat, oh, you have a cat, oh, guess what, now you have a humanoid cat. And it stinks, because I really do like Incineroar. I really think it should have been Fire and Fighting, because again, it's a wrestler, and I'm 100% sure, there's not a doubt in my mind, that the only reason it's not is because they did way too many Fire and Fightings, and they got paranoid about doing it. Same reason Cinder Race isn't, I think. It's funny, I saw some old, uh, some tweet when Sword and Shield came out where it's like a monkey paw, they compared it to the monkey's paw's wish, like, oh, maybe <laughs> it's like a monkey's paw wish, where we wished for no more fire and fighting starters, and all they did was remove the fighting typing, they still designed them to be fire and fighting, which is 100% accurate. You know, that was a little bit of a tangent, Incineroar is honestly kind of a cool Pokemon, if they didn't randomly make Emboar fire and fighting, I think he would have been a pretty cool Pokemon to be fire and fighting. Also, you know, assuming they didn't make 600,000 other Anthro starters, it would have been a little more unique. But Litten's cute. I actually really like Litten. But yeah, you know, Torracat's going in B tier, just because he's just a little bit of a hairier Litten. He gets the job done, I guess. And Brion is our first F tier. I don't really know why you designed a pop star seal that wears a skirt. Here's the thing about starter Pokemon. There's always a chance for them to be either gender, you know? And for the most part, every design is gender neutral. And then you have, you know, Delphox, which you could get around it by saying it's like, oh, it's like kind of a, a robe. It's a wizard's robe. You see? Because it's a psychic type. You don't win me over with that, but I see where you're coming from. And then you just have Brion. And Brion throws that argument away. Brione? Am I pronouncing that right? Brione throws it all away. It throws out the idea that starter Pokemon should be gender neutral because there's a 50-50 shot. Actually, I don't think there is, but there's still a, ch- a shot you can get both. Brion literally is wearing a dress, you know, has, like, a, it's called the Popstar Pokemon. It evolves into a mermaid. And at least the mermaid design is cool. I do think uh, Primarina has a really nice design. I think it would have worked better as just a wild Pokemon, not as a starter, but whatever. And again, is very cute. I think Popplio's got a solid design. But Brione is awful. I've, I've seen lists online of people saying this is the worst middle-stage Pokemon, and i understand where that's coming from i 100 percent do it looks like a, a little i don't even know like somebody put poplio in a dress and put on makeup like it doesn't even look like it evolved so brione is a definitive f tier an awful starter design so oh actually we're split around above the board here dartrix is s tora cats b and Brione's f we have one more region left, uh, the region with my very least favorite starters of all time, because once again, they're all anthro starters and for some reason they're all monotyped, which could work if you did something like gen two, where they all have kind of inspired designs and they really don't need the extra type here. They just all look like guys in mascot suits. So maybe that's why they don't have any other extra types. Cause they're just people in suits like Chuck E. Cheese mascots as your starter. But yeah, they're awful Thwacky, Raboot, and Drizzile I will say, I really love Grookey I think Grookey's awesome, I do really like the monkey designs Thwacky's okay I'll put him B tier He gets the job done, he's, I like his color honestly All bright and vibrant I hate that he becomes a drummer um, I think that's really gimmicky For him to carry around a full drum set Whenever he's battling I hate that a lot Because Rillaboom's design on it's own is pretty awesome I hate that he has a gimmick like that And then Raboot and Drizzlyle go straight into F tier. We'll talk about them one at a time. I will never pick Bunny. Like, there's some Pokemon where I would contemplate, like, going back and choosing if I had to replay. I have no desire to pick Bunny at all. I don't like Cinderace. I think Cinderace, I get it. It's a soccer player. You know, it's Britain. Football is big there. Raboot's just a rabbit. It looks like a cereal mascot. It's like a rabbit wearing a tracksuit. Like, really? This is, it's ridiculous. And the payoff isn't even that good. I will say it's not better but the payoff is not good. good. So, yeah, yeah. So Screw Raboot. Um Bunny's cute, I guess, you know. He's he's kind of okay. Drizzile, I'm surprised because I actually picked Sobble. I was so upset. I'm I'm again, I always picked the grass starter for the most part when it's a new generation, but I was so bummed out that they just turned Rillaboom into a giant walking gimmick that out of protest, I was like, I can't pick Grookey. I have to, I'll just pick Sobble. He looks the least offensive. And Inteleon is probably the least offensive of the final stages, but we're not talking about the final stages. Sobble's all right. Kind of cute. Inteleon's okay. Probably on the lower tier of starters, final evolved stages, but you know, Drizzile. Why? It's like again, the Pokemon company's in on the joke at the middle stage as a teenager. So they give him big like eyeliner, sad emo eyes, and emo haircut. There was a Pokemon YouTuber, I think it was I think it was Emperor Cuban, I hope I'm not wrong, that said it looked like he just dipped his limbs in green paint, which a hundred percent he does. I remember when this got leaked, everyone thought it was the shiny form, but no, he randomly just has green arms and legs for no reason that Intellion doesn't have. And Sobble didn't have. Awful. Honestly, not unsalvageable. Its head is way too big. Like, way too big. Like, this is like impidimp level of unrealistic. But not unsavable. I think you could have had a good design here, but they just went about it horrendously. And as a result, F tier for poor little Drizzile. All right, so let me just take one little once over, see if there's anything I want to change. No, I'm pretty happy with this. Okay. So, let's go from bottom to top. F tier, awful designs, worst middle stages are Brione, Raboot, and Drizzile. D tier, weak designs for middle stages. You know, not good. Marshtomp, Monferno, Pignite, Quiladin, and Braxen. B tier, you know, the standard, solid, or at least, you know, decent. You know, they, they get the job done. They accomplish the transferring from Baby to Powerhouse. We got Ivysaur, Wartortle. Bayleaf, Quilava, Croconaw, Servine, Tauracat, and Thwacky. Then you have A tier. They're cut above the rest. These are great designs. You know those anime characters that walk around with Pokemon and they don't always worry about evolving them fully, like how Ash has some? These are the kinds of Pokemon you'd want to have if you had to pick a starter and not fully evolve it. So Charmeleon, Grovile, Combuskin, Grottle, and Prinpla. And then we have S tier. These Pokemon I consider better than their final form. And I know it's controversial, but they are Duat, Frogadier, and Dartrix. Really great Pokemon. Honestly, I mean, maybe them being a cut above their final forms isn't super surprising, because their final forms might not be amazing anyway, in my opinion. But they're just great Pokemon. They're solid designs. And honestly, Game Freak should have designed the final stages around them. I think... Samurott should have had more inspiration from Duwan, you know, for example. But anyway, this is just a fun little tier list to do. Um, hopefully you've learned a little bit about these middle stages, maybe you learned to appreciate some that you hadn't previously. I know I certainly have, looking at some of these. So what are your favorite middle stage starters, and uh, what are your least favorites? I'm sure I did a lot of you guys uh, dirty with your opinions, so let me know your opinions. In our Discord, link is in the description as always. Follow us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing and continue to support us wherever you're listening to us now. Whether that be on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. Tell your friends and family about us, especially all the Pokemon fans in your life. And if you really can't get enough of the geeks, head on over to Twitch where you can catch Keith and Nick. On there at Nuclear Bacons and at Cryptolock Gaming, respectively. And our favorite fifth geek, Tyler, is on there at uh, Carrot Bite Gaming. So if you're a gamer, you want to see them uh, play some games, you love them, go show them some love on Twitch. Uh, that's all I've got. So thank you for listening to another episode of Geeks Crossing. And please go catch them all.